Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, December 19, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, we have more of the same. We're in the midst of the melt-up operation leading into the Christmas holiday. She is a little bit extended, can get more extended from home base. Home base is the 20-period moving average. There's been no change since yesterday. They basically just continued up. They've made a new high once again. We go back to, and this is going to weave into something we're going to focus on today. They go back to last Thursday. Last Thursday was a, what we call Fibonacci 34 number. It was 34 trading days since the October 27 low down here. Well, she did make a turn for about one day. Remember, when we talk about this stuff, this isn't a tradable situation where we're expecting a 10% decline. These are turns and you don't know what's going to happen. A lot of other things depend on what happens to the tape. We're looking for a market to trade up into these events and down into these events, depending on which way it's going. We can't project the magnitude of a turn, how many days it will last. So in a sense, we got a one-day pivot off the Fibonacci 34. Nothing really to write home about. But wait, there's more. We started talking about this in the live room today. I asked a question. The question was, what's coming up this Thursday other than the tinfoil hat event in terms of the winter solstice? It occurs on December 21st, which is this Thursday, at 10.27 p.m. That's the official winter solstice. What is the winter solstice? Well, technically speaking, it's the exact moment when a hemisphere is tilted as far away from the sun as possible. The winter solstice represents the shortest day of the year in terms of lightness and darkness. It's the shortest lightness day of the year, I think. Something like that. Might want to check me on that. So that's classified as a tinfoil hat event. And that being said, we're looking for a possible turn around that time. So let's just say Friday and beyond. Okay, fair enough. But what else is going on on that day? We had two traders in the live room almost get it right. One got it right. One almost got it right. And everybody else had good guesses but they were not the number or not the thing that I was thinking about. So let's start here. This isn't the thing, but this is like a sub thing. So the 21st is Thursday. Those of you that have taken my course, Lazy E-Mini Trader, will realize that there's a significance to the number 21. And therefore, that being said, something may happen on the 21st of December. Why the 21st of December? Well, we'll just say... 21 is on the table, but that's not the actual thing. Here's the actual thing. You have the solstice, you have a 21. All right, now let's get down in the weeds. What else we got on that day? Well, check it out. This is right out of the University of Google. Fibonacci sequence. You'll notice here you had a 34. This is a number in the Fibonacci sequence. That was last Thursday. 
you have a 55. Well, how can that relate 34 to 55 a week apart? Well, I'll explain in a moment, but there's your next Fibonacci number in the sequence. By the way, you'll notice 21 here. No accidents or coincidences. Let's go back to the 27th low. This is October 27th low. Remember, this to last Thursday in here, wherever it was, right up here, was a Fibonacci 34 trading days, 34 candles. What about calendar days? What happens if you take October 27th low, you go over to time and date, and here's your start date, October 27th, you add 55 days over here on the right, you hit calculate new date, and you come out with what? Thursday, December 21st, 2023. This coming Thursday. How you doing? Now, this cycle stuff, A, is an art form and part science. You have to know where to look for the information. You have to know where the numbers are, what the numbers are, how they relate to one another, how they relate to the market, how they relate to highs and lows. That's part science, but it's also part art form and how you use the information with some trial and error to see what fits into something that aligns. Like when the planets align, when things align and you say, holy cow, this matches this, therefore it has to be that. Well, nothing has to be in the market, but when things culminate like this and we say, all right, we had a one-day pivot on the 34 Fibonacci trading day cycle. What's going to happen on the 55 calendar day Fibonacci cycle into the 21st of the month into an area weeks ago we said this is an area from a cycle perspective the market should find resistance from a time perspective and have a pullback and that being the case what we're betting on here in concept is that the Grinch is going to steal the Santa Claus rally. Now, I know a lot of traders, a lot of media pundits out there were calling it a Christmas rally in December and all that stuff. But technically speaking, if you've been around the trading business a long time, there's something called the Santa Claus rally. And technically speaking, what they refer to when they talk about that, who's they, the people that talk about that, is after Christmas, the day after Christmas, through the first couple of days of the new year, that's the quote-unquote Santa Claus rally. I think it's a bunch of horse shit, but nevertheless, that being the case, in this scenario, we're betting against the Santa Claus rally. So what did I do with this information? Well, nothing yet. Here's what I'm going to do, and I told this to the live room. Here's You got the reason why. Here's the reason why, and they know exactly what I'm going to do. I call this a lottery ticket trade. What I'm going to do, and it's based on time. I don't care where the price is at the time. If price keeps rising up into Thursday, I'm going to take a short. I'm going to buy some puts. And I call it a lottery ticket because I'm making a bet. A lottery ticket is like the roulette wheel. It's like the blackjack table. It's like the craps table. You're making a bet. You're betting that something's going to happen. But the likelihood of that thing happening is isn't necessarily 100%. It's not 90%. It's not 80%. Maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. I don't even know if it's a coin toss. I'm giving you the reasons why. I have the information. I've seen this stuff before. It doesn't work all the time. It works sometimes. 
So I saw this culminating and I said, here's the way I'm going to treat it. I take a lottery ticket, which means I don't put a lot of money into it. I buy a small position. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work in advance, agreeing with myself that I could lose 100% of the premium that I put into this thing. So what am I going to abuse? A lot of money? No, it's a lottery ticket. It's a stone cold short lottery ticket based on hocus pocus tinfoil hat stuff. According to some people, not me, it's tinfoil hat-ish for sure. Hocus pocus, not so much. What happened inside the numbers? Well, in short, we'll give you the summary and then certainly I'll give you an opportunity to read the notes, go back to the chart and double check the work. The summary is this. We tried to short the tape being the guy at the don't pass line at the crap table. You're betting against everybody having fun in the midst of a melt-up operation and the market stuck near the top end of the short zone for basically the majority of the day. And from a trading perspective, the live room perspective, we pitched it. And on the other side of that, we had some traders that rode the IWM up to a target, 201.10 to be exact. I got emails on that around the closing bell, after the closing bell, in the afternoon. So therefore, Kudos to them for riding Camp IWM from an intraday perspective. Talked about it in the live room. They had the number. The target was 201.20. You'll see it when we look over in Camp IWM. As far as the spiders are concerned, pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double check the work. We're not going to belabor this thing. The market was a grinding, melt-up, painting-dry type of situation all day long. Even from a stocks-on-the-move perspective, we had a few on the board, but nothing hit their entry objective. NVIDIA, ACN, and KSS, no dice on any of them. One of them came close. In fact, it was a rip-roaring rocket ride coming up a few pennies short. Might as well take a look at that one for fun anyway. Now, just from a the numbers work perspective, my number in Accenture today was 331.91, And you can see here, low of day in the first candle of the day, first five-minute candle, was exactly 337, sorry, that was the close. Low was 332.02, coming up just pennies short of my number. The numbers work. This is a big stock. It has a spread that plays into this thing a little bit. But nevertheless, they didn't hit the number and they took off like what's called a bat out of hell in the trading parlance. Just about up to 345, call it a 13, 14 point rip roaring rocket ride in the other direction. How are you doing? What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, we talked about 201.10. That was today's target. They got to the target near the closing bell. They got slightly above it and then they closed below it. That number was today's target. Next target, from a bona fide numbers perspective, there's stuff in between from an intraday perspective, but from a bigger picture perspective, I've got 205.50. That's the top horizontal trend line you see here at the upper portion of the screen. 205.50. I would put that one on a sticky note. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Decent update today, 141 points or so, a little less than 1%. They're grinding up with everything else. It's all the same market, no surprise here. 16,200 is the current target, also overhead resistance. No change from yesterday's number, same number. What about the people over in the queue department? How about a new closing all-time high? 
Monthly chart, all-time high, 408.71. How about a close today? 409.16. Just so everybody's aware, the NASDAQ composite is not, and I repeat, not at a new all-time high. Why is that? Because the Qs are skewed because of the Fab 7. Apple and Google and Microsoft and Netflix and Tesla and NVIDIA and whoever else. The NASDAQ composite is a composite, a better representation of the NASDAQ marketplace. Your current target is 15,538 in the NASDAQ composite. That was for those of you interested in where the target is in the NASDAQ composite. Nothing wrong with the financials. They had a two-day pullback situation or a one-day pullback, and here they are back up near the highs. Nothing going on here except, like everything else, a little bit far from home base. What do they got? Another two days based on my estimation? No problem. Smash mouth, any problem here? Well, not a problem per se right now, but you've got some underperformance. A little bit of relative weakness in SMH, pretty good proxy for the tech space as a whole. If everything's grinding up, why is this not? Why is it not necessarily participating like the Qs? Why is it not making a new recent high from the other day? Why are the Qs making a new high? There's something here. We'll see what happens. Could this be a small canary flying around telling us for a couple of days from now, maybe this is a little bit of a tell? We don't know yet. These are all awarenesses. What about crude oil? I get some questions on crude oil. What's going on here? Where are they headed? Well, I don't know that they'll give a full recovery yet. But what I do know is that $76 should be A, overhead resistance, and B, a near-term target. Sticky note, material crude oil. Why not bring up Bitcoin? Funny how that works. The resistance zone is still a resistance zone. The original resistance zone rejected the market. They're riding the 20-period moving average, and you can see for the third time today, they've tried to get back up into that zone unsuccessful. It is a resistance zone, bonafide. Above all the moving averages, trend is your friend. Next question is, what happens if they get above this zone? What's the next place slash number? 46 400 would be the next near-term target on the upside if they stay in an uptrend and get into and back through this resistance zone. 46, 400 in Bitcoin, sticky note material. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos, not possible at all. Of course, that is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost. My strategic forecast, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.